0: Pirates versus Tyrants, this is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. And welcome to the show. We are glad you can be here. Excited to be here today with producer Andrea, and uh, we're going to have my friend Vicky on today. Vicky is a, a very interesting character, and we will introduce her in a second. But we're going to be talking about some really important topics, really, really important. Uh, one of the most important is related to the food supply. There is an absolute war on food. The uh, World Economic Forum, you know, these these uh, bazillionaire uh, just sickos who are over there in Davos right now, they're doing two things in Davos primarily. Number one is they're ensuring that every sex worker on the planet is being trafficked to Davos so that they can do it. But, Andrea, have you noticed the distinct lack of reporting on uh, the fact that we have all these world leaders in Davos and also the single greatest concentration of hookers on the planet? H- have you seen anything on that?
1: Oh, my goodness. I haven't. But, you know, I've done research on this. Like, I've researched everything. And it's just so fascinating because what I found out on um, from some past, I'm sure they still do the same thing. But these high-end prostitutes wear a color so that they're identified by the men. So you you know which gal is a working gal at these Mm -hmm. events, right? You know, like in the hotel lobbies and everywhere and probably all over that area at the time, if you wear a certain color that shows that you can, you know, you're one of these ladies. But I always make jokes with my friends. Like, I'd be the one that accidentally wore that color. Like, how do you, <laughs> how yeah. do you know? Yeah, that, I, they need to well, tell all suck. the ladies in the area don't wear this color unless. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if you wore that working. color and, and you had one of those creeps come up to you?
0: Hmm. I mean, well, I mean, you know, Bill, Bill Gates could rub his man boobs on you.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh.
0: I'm I'm sure that would be a huge turn on for all the ladies.
1: Klaus Schwab's bikini, remember his leather, oh strappy yeah, that bikini? looks
0: great. That that's, oh. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, want if to he wears his, that
1: at the beach, think of his what
0: assless he... chaps. And, oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it it, but didn't take oh. long to go off the rails today, did it? No, um, we just jumped right in. Yeah. Well, now well, but here's the thing, right? You've got Gates over there and and all of these elected officials. I really want to know how it is that these elected officials don't mind showing up at something that is now associated with sex trafficking.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, well someone should ask these guys, hey, you're gonna go to Davos mm -hmm. where you've got the WF and all the sex trafficking and all this stuff happening. No problem with that? You support this? I mean, these are the kind of people that you're going to meet with. I, I agree with you, but do you
1: think the response from them would be they're all like this? I mean, you would assume that a lot of these parties have this going on.
0: Well, that's true. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, mean
1: I mean, this is not you, the only you, big convention. You want to find
0: uh, <laughs> find sex trafficking and issues with sex trafficking? You go to Washington D.C., you exactly. go to Davos, you go where the rich and powerful are connected, and it's a, just an interesting thing because no one's talking about it. I mean, I think it's really a top issue that people ought to be talking about, but but. Yeah, they're meeting over there and they're talking uh, along with hookers, along with hookers. They're also talking about killing our food supply and us all eating bugs and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. And they've been doing this around the world. I mean, you saw that they're they're doing everything they can to stop nitrogen fertilizer production, which is responsible for probably about 40% of the food output on the planet. So, you know, without using nitrogen fertilizer, we're all going to get hungry real quick, real quick. Yeah. And uh, the, the people in Europe are fighting back. And I hope that the people in the United States will start fighting back. We got to support our farmers. But, you know, here in the States, You see the trade organizations that are supposed to be representing the farmers all selling out to big pharma and big money, and the farmers are left with nothing. They keep sending their money to these trade groups, and meanwhile, the trade groups just sell them right down the river. And this is happening big in the United States. We saw this with House Bill 1169 Missouri last year, uh, that the Missouri Cattlemen's Association some of these others, I mean, they were all in supporting big pharma and screwing over the cattlemen, uh, the actual ranchers. They're screwing over their people and high-fiving each other while they are doing it. So this is a real disaster. Well, our friend Vicky, and let's talk about Vicky a little bit. So Vicky is a veteran uh, of the, of the German military. She was a a soldier in Germany. She fought, you know, did did her thing for her country over there. Uh, She's a freedom fighter. She got booted out of Germany because, uh, well, she was telling the truth about what was happening on COVID and some of these other issues. I'll let her fill in the blanks. Um, Came to America, started fighting for freedom here. And uh, came to America legally, by the way, so that means she has no rights whatsoever and she's living a very tough life because, you know, if you come as an illegal immigrant and just cross the border, you're golden. If you actually come here to uh, to do things properly, well, you're going to spend a lot of time broke and beat up. Um, so, I mean, that's just the nature of things. But, you know, Vicky still, is still supporting her people in Germany and still, you know, doing things all over the world and... So she's got a real good pulse on what's happening uh, in Germany and with some of these farm protests and some of these other places. So we figured since the WEF is pushing us, everybody eating bugs except for man, man Boobs Bill Gates and his crew, we figured that we would talk to someone who actually knows Europe and knows about these protests and you know see if we can't figure out why we aren't seeing protests from our farmers here, but we are there. So uh, without further ado, let's bring on Vicky.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Thank hey, Vicky, yeah, how are you doing? Very
2: uh, nice introduction.
0: Oh well, well, we try, we try, um, we, we we try and bring on people that are far more interesting than me. That way, uh, people want to watch.
2: So, <laughs> I, I hope it, I, I hope I can reach this expectation.
0: <laughs> oh well, you you've you've already exceeded expectations. We're glad to have you, and uh, so. I met Vicki quite a while ago, spent several years ago, probably now, and she was fighting on health, freedom issues and the COVID vaccines and all this, that and other, but your story was interesting from the beginning, Vicki. So you, you were a soldier in, in Germany.
2: Yes. I served eight and a half years in the special operations unit, psychological warfare in the German army Bundeswehr.
0: Yes. So you, you know, a little bit about that whole thing and then, uh, what happened? Why did you have to leave Germany? What, what brought you to the U S?
2: So, um, the, it's actually not a funny story, but it started actually very funny. So I tried to, uh, visit 2020, a friend of mine who I met in the NATO for, uh, working together, he is a, he was an American soldier. So I flew out to America on the last plane, 2020 before uh, pr- uh, former President Trump um, said, oh, we ha- have a travel ban now. So, okay, then I was stuck in the U.S. Uh, half a year because no, no uh, plane got back. And I saw how America deals with the, in, I was stuck in Georgia. So I was seeing how Georgia was dealing with that, with, oh, you can wear a mask, but you don't have to, but everyone was afraid and all that stuff and all those testing and COVID and blah. But I had my mom she took care of my daughter in that time uh, zooming me in like okay you know what's going on in germany it's crazy we will we have tourney again so my background is i was born in eastern germany and my mom lived this tourney this eastern german socialistic tourney and we were refugees so we fled we left eastern germany before the wall came down so My mom is my first hero in my life. So she um, helped us. My dad left um, when I was two years to try to build a a living here in Western Germany. So my mom had to stay with us, with me and my brother in Eastern Germany, in Dresden. And she had to report to the Stasi every second day. So the Stasi was like the Gestapo only for the Eastern Germans. So it was the so-called FBI right now Sorry to, for saying that. No, but no, no. Well, can. let me
0: interrupt because I want people to hear this. This is very important. Understand what Vicky's talking about. You know, before the Berlin Wall uh, fell, you have communist East East Germany. I mean, they they were they were evil, and you're talking about the the a family breaking apart because you have to earn money to take care of your family because communism socialism doesn't work. So dad goes to try and take care of money. Mom's there trying to take care of the kids. This is what we're facing in America right now, by the way. And part of the reason that we're asking this question, because I want you guys to understand as you're watching this, Vicki lived this. She came from this. And so when we talk about her fighting against COVID, fighting for health, freedom, fighting for all of these things, fighting the food... This is someone who came from that. She's got that experience and knowledge. So it's really important that people hear this. So anyways, so your your mom's, you know, reporting to the FBI. I'm sorry, the Stasi. No yeah. difference. Uh, that might not have actually been an accident. I might have said that on purpose. But um, anyways, so, and it's, it's a brutal situation. So go ahead from there.
2: So um, the thing was, My mom had to report because my dad was a kind of an enemy of the state because he left and they wanted to know why did he left and my mom was saying, I don't know. He just left me with the kids. My mom knew what's going on because uh, she tried to get uh, out of uh, the Eastern Germany too. But um, the the government tried to take me and my brother away from her to put us in a socialistic re-socialization camp for kids, so into foster care. So my mom had to put my brother uh, three months or a half a year, I don't really know, I was very young, away to my grandparents so she could take care of me because I could go to the kindergarten where she, where she was working, but my brother had to go to another place so the government could just take him away while she was working. So she made it un- impossible to get uh, to the government to take my brother. And in the middle of the night, she, um, she took us into a little car, the German, Eastern German little cars, and she drove from Saxonia to Poland to Czech, to Hungary, from Hungary to Austria, to enter Western Germany, Bavaria, to end up in an American base, where all the Eastern German refugees had to come, and then they were sent to places in in Western Germany where they wanted to live, so my dad was in that camp before a while ago. So he was, he said he wants to live in uh, near Munich, Augsburg. So we were then in Munich, and then my dad could pick us up. But the thing was, while we were in this uh, American camp, I had my first chewing gum and my first Dr. Pepper and my first time ketchup. So that's oh, why wow. I put ketchup on everything. That's why I love Dr. Pepper and I love chewing gum. So um, having this experience of uh, being welcomed into your, uh, in your own country as a refugee is a very, very strange feeling. And that's why I joined the German military, because in my opinion, I had the chance to say thank you to the Western Germany, which was then Germany after um, the, uh, they got united again, to celebrate freedom. And then I said, OK, I want to do something, so I serve. And then I had the chance to serve in the PSYOPs unit which in the end was a backshot for the German government because they trained me and paid a lot of money for my training. And we used all those propaganda and PSYOP stuff in Afghanistan and Kosovo, what the government was doing 2020 all over the world to their own civilians. So when I came back-
0: So wait, wait, I want to interrupt you because I want to make sure people are hearing. So Vicky joined the German military Out of appreciation, she wanted to stand for a country that was now free. A country that took her in, a nation that that stood for freedom, and that's what the West did. That's what Western Germany did. They provided an opportunity for people who were living under the thumb of the Stasi and all these evil communist monsters, the same ones that they're trying, the same policies they're trying to implement globally today, including here in the U.S. I mean, we hear about them wanting to take your kids away, and send them to uh, you know, if you don't want to have your kids have the trans surgery, if you don't want to have this, you don't want to have that. So understand, there are very serious parents. Parallels here, And there's a reason that I want Vicky's message heard, right? There's a reason. This is really a critical thing. It's what we're facing here in the United States. It's what the World Economic Forum and Davos and all these uh, man communist lunatics are trying to push on the world right now. So when you hear this, understand. So then Vicky goes, she joins us military. The military trains her in psychological operations, psyops, right? Yes. And there... She sees what's happening. She learns how this works. And she what Vicki just said cannot be overstated. 2020 hits, COVID hits, and she sees that they're using all the techniques that she was trained in to push COVID, to scare people, to manipulate the public. And that's what COVID was. It was a PSYOP. It was, a, it was something that was out there. I mean, it was a lot of things yes people died yes there was this yes there was that but much of this was based on a psych- psychological operation it's as clear as day and you got it from someone who had that training now so go ahead from there vicky
2: okay so finally i was allowed to fly back in 2020 on 4th of july so i went back to germany and then i got hit by the truth like the reality so i came to germany i had to wear a mask i had to um do a COVID test to even enter my country as a german citizen so normally as a german citizen you can enter your country either way because you have this passport you are a german citizen so now yeah. i had to do a COVID test to be um healthy enough or don't bring any um, kind of stuff into my country so when i come uh, arrived at my um, house where my family lived and i saw my daughter she was really suffering because how they treated the kids was crazy. So that was actually the point when I um, said, okay, I can't do anything anymore. I have to get active. This is a red line the government doesn't cross for me as a mother. So as my daughter, um, she came too early. Um, So she came uh, five weeks too early. So she has um, not severe um, medical issues but she was not allowed to wear a mask because her, breathing and she couldn't wear a face uh, shield because her um, eyes, she has to wear uh, glasses. So yeah. I got all these prescriptions from doctors, which said my child is not allowed to wear masks. So um, I, I went so far that I even had to sue the principal of the school that she was not allowed, that she hasn't had to wear those things. And they even wanted to make her wear the mask and the face shield in sports. Just think about what happens when a ball hits your face, having this plastic thing in front no. of your uh, eyes. You, severe danger of health. Like, uh, and I asked the insurance, like does the, um, the insurance of the school would pay something if something happens? No, that's your risk. You as a parent have to deal with that. So I'm not making that rule. So why do I have to deal with that? So I tried to uh, find legal uh, explanations why my daughter was not, al- uh, was not allowed to do that. So finally, after lockdowns, and she were um, allowed to go back to school, we could make it happen that she was uh, not wearing a mask. So have to think about uh, in her school, there were 1,500 pupils, uh, students. 1,500 students. Only five students from those 1,500 didn't wear a mask. The other ones, the parents obeyed.
0: Well, I was on a blacklist.
2: Right. My daughter was on a blacklist. was. My daughter was not allowed to go to any school uh, after parties with her friends. She was outside. She was an outsider. And at school, that is what I say was the horrible thing to see as a German, especially having this guilt since um, the end of the Second World War. My daughter had to wear a yellow bandage on her arm. And a sign on her uh, around her neck, which says, "I'm not allowed to wear a mask because I'm sick." She was not allowed to go to the toilet in the school building. She had to leave the to- uh, the school building, walk all over the um, the school parking lot to go to the gym to the toilet.
0: So this is your America. Uh, this is what we're we're dealing with right now, folks. And uh, if you think anything's changed, no. Until there's accountability, this is going to happen again, and we have disease X coming, right? Yeah. And uh, disease X is something, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this real quick. Um, the disease X is, uh, it's, it's out there. And I just posted this on Twitter. So we have uh, Disease X, uh, Chinese uh, Chinese lab, craft mutant, COVID-19 strain, 100% kill streak in humanized mice, surprisingly rapid, et cetera, et cetera. Now, here's what I said. Well, Disease X that the WEF is talking about in Davos now uh, primarily affect the vaxxed. In light of the impact the vaccines have on the immune system, this is a critical question. In other words, was the vaccine a primer for v- disease X? And I also ask, CCP is creating ever more dangerous bioweapons using technology CIA and DOD transferred to them through Eco Health Alliance and their partners. Uh, thanks Gates Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, Pfizer, Moderna, Wellcome Trust, and others for your contributions to humanity. Um, this is a really, really, really important question and something that we need to understand so the disease x i'm just going to tell you all folks um, from what we're hearing it's already sitting on a shelf and it's just going to be released and the question is when the vaccines for it are already there much like the COVID vaccines these are going to kill more than they're going to save um and this disease x thing is out there the thing that we've got to understand is the World Economic Forum is just waiting, the, and we have to find out whether or not this is going to be before or after the next US election. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that Well, we don't know about that. Uh, the other thing that we've really got to watch is whether this is going to hit primarily the vaxxed or everybody. So we've got this sitting on a shelf. We've got the World Economic Forum pushing for this sort of nonsense, and we'll get more into that in a minute. But uh, this is not, we're not done right? We're not done. There's been no accountability. Uh, you've got Brad Winstrup, the biggest sellout in America, who's down there uh, with his big pharma money, leading the COVID committee, but won't ask any questions about vaccine injuries or CIA DOD involvement. Won't ask any real questions at all. You got Rand Paul who won't shut up about Fauci. Fauci's irrelevant. This is still happening. We don't care about Fauci. I mean, I, listen, he belongs under Gitmo, but Fauci's not the problem. The problem is that the World Economic Forum, the DOD, the CIA, uh, you know, our federal government is continuing this and they're doubling down on it. The first COVID was a, was a great success for these guys. They made trillions of dollars. Everything was good. And now they're going to move to disease X. Uh, before I go any farther, I got to push my sponsor, me, go to TomRenz.com. Please support us. We need donations. We need 100,000 people to do 20 bucks a month. We've got to get this. Uh, got to get lawfare funded. If you guys want us to fight for you, we'll keep fighting. And I'm I'm happy to do it. And we'll fight whether we got money or not. But if you guys want, want people to fight for this, you got to fund it. Nobody's funding us, right? There's no support for us. I'll fight whether I got money or not. But go to TomRens.com. Please help us g- get funded on this. Support our sponsors. Uh, buy our books. And uh, share the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Renz Show. Yeah, help us get this uh, information out there. Help us to make this news all over. And, uh, you know, this show in particular, I'd love to hear, make sure that we get some, some of our brothers and sisters across the pond in Germany hearing it. So let's, uh, let's make sure that we, uh, we get that out there. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. okay I want to move into uh, we'll come back to the uh, to the disease X here in a minute but Vicki I want to talk to you about the food stuff because yes. we have a huge huge number of people in Germany uh, who are now farmers uh, who are now fighting very hard to ensure that uh, you know that this uh, the, the this attack on the food supply is shut down and uh, oh, by the way, I got to call out—we got short stack here. Short stack, Frankie Rod. Frankie's running the running the, the chat here today. So big hello to Frankie, who's kicking butt over there. Um, one of the things that we talked about here last year, and we've been working on ever since, is the the fact that they're moving vaccines into the food supply. They're poisoning our food supply. They're genetically modifying our food. They're screwing with our food. They're doing all these things and that's you know the problem is is it's harder to do when you have independent farmers so what's what's happening is is the governments of the world because their partners in the world economic forum are telling them to have decided to wage war on private farmers so the small farmers are going away the corporate farmers are thriving uh, part of that includes, you know, making it so fertilizers unavailable for small farmers and nitrogen-based fertilizers. And they're doing this under the guise that somehow this impacts climate change, which is absolute nonsense. Uh, nitrogen-based fertilizers, have, I think about 40% of the world food output is is due to nitrogen-based fertilizers. So basically, we're engineering a massive famine and then trying to ensure that the food that is coming out is GMO so that they can poison you with it and uh, ensure that, you know, everybody's getting sick from the food supply. The people uh, started out, was it Norway or Sweden? Where was it that the farmers started uh, fighting back right away?
2: Uh, it was Netherlands. Netherlands? Because Net- yeah, Netherlands had a, a, a plan or a law which uh, would um, go in power, I think, 2026 or 27, yeah. that they have to... Um, sell 40% of their uh, farming land to the government to be allowed to farm.
0: Yeah. So, so
2: that's the first step what you try uh, what you explained right here is the government tries to start very, very slowly in buying off all the farming land yeah. and to rent it out back to those farming corporations. We all yeah. already saw that in the Soviet Union. We saw that in Eastern Germany where all the farming land was governmental owned. And you see this in America, when you just um, look at the numbers, how much farming land Bill Gates owns or the um, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Chinese already own. So it's already in your country, but you don't really know it because they make it very, very fishy uh, behind the back door with um, making the farmers so poor that they have to sell a part of their uh, property and then black um, rock jumps in and buy it and then they um, sell it very, very um, lucrative to Bill Gates or Bill Gates jumps in directly.
0: Yeah, well, and so here's the deal. Let me explain where this is going. From there, you're only allowed to farm using GMO seeds or with genetically modified and properly vaccinated animals. Yes. Right? This means that all of the food supply becomes controlled. If a private farmer raises cows like they've been raising cows for thousands of years, you can't tell them that they have to do this or have to do that or they start talking, right? Yeah. This is all about controlling what's going into your food so that they can control your health. This is 100% about that. And you've got to understand that this is part of the World Economic Forum plan. This is part of the plan to control the health of humanity. This ties in with the vaccines very clearly. So what's occurring now is these GMO seeds and these GMO animals are, are they're, they're moving them to be the primary source of food with the exception of the bugs and other things. But basically... All of your food is going to be controlled by the government or someone else, and you're not going to know what's going on. No one's going to know the difference. Uh, there will be no more heirloom seed farms. There's going to be no more organic farmers. They're going to, they've already changed the definition of organic food in the United States to allow them to include these gene-modified foods. Um, this, is, this is a mind-blowingly evil and corrupt plan, and it's because we've had so much success in ensuring that this stuff, no one wants to take the COVID vaccines. Nobody wants mRNA gene-altering vaccines anymore. Now, 50-plus percent of the American public recognizes that they've caused injuries. So we're succeeding in this fight, so they're moving it to food.
2: Yeah, they and go this through is, the back door. They, um, there's even a law coming up. Uh, I heard that um, they try to... Um, make it a force to vaccine your um, livestock, with mRNA vaccines,
0: yep.
2: or you're not allowed to have livestock. So when you um, poison the livestock with this vaccine, it goes into their DNA. That goes into their meat. So yes. you finally, even if you don't get vaccinated because you don't want to, you're if you want vaccinated. to survive, you get vaccinated through your food.
0: Yep. Yep. That's exactly what's happening here. And you have to understand that this is, this is absolutely what they're trying to do. Um, so to do this effectively, what they have to do is get rid of independent farmers, because if independent farmers are there, they'll talk about it. And then the people will hear about it and there'll be a fit and it won't work. If it's all government controlled food, well, then that's an easier thing. So this is really an insidious and complex plan that's occurring. And, uh, They've already started. They're well down the road uh, in in Europe. So the Netherlands started fighting back, and now Germany fighting back, and and France is even fighting back. God for God forbid that we have French people that are fighting harder than Americans. What the hell's happened in this world? <laughs> um, okay, sorry, World War Two joke, but. Um, and if you don't know what I mean by World War II joke, do some, do some research on history. <laughs> you need to know what's going on here. Um, but anyways, so what's happening in Germany? What, what's going on? Tell me about, you know, the mood. You've talked to some people in Germany. You're, you know, what's going on over there?
2: So uh, we have this um, new government after Merkel um, said she's done after 16 years. Hell yeah, the queen is gone. Praise God. Have- Uh, Yeah, now we have the uh, worst puppet there, Scholz, and his green socialistic um, government uh, corporation or team. And they had, uh, since COVID, we have a lack of um, budget over 60 billion euros. So they said, okay, uh, we can't stop funding um, Ukrainians. We can't funding sending money to Yemen or Uh, the rest over the world so we just cut off some money for the farmers so we so in Germany the farmers um, to do their job they need a lot of diesel and um, uh, subventions from the European Union to do their job to feed the German people and now they have all our um, energy crisis and the prices of gasoline so we have a gas price of um, one euro eighty per liter. So one gallon is 3.8 liters. So you have to think about in Germany, you have to pay over seven euros for a gallon right now.
0: Which is a lot of money, folks.
2: That's that's a lot of money. And farmers uh, even need more because they have to uh, fill their tractors. um, The truckers need all those um, diesel and gasoline. So it's a very, very um, hard decision to say, Oh, we just cut off this, um, tax cut off for your farmers, so you have to pay the full amount. And then um, they said, okay, now we're got if you don't change that, uh, we're going to protest. So now we have, since the 8th of January, a protest all over Germany, where the farmers and the truckers block the highways and um, significant big cities like Munich, Stuttgart, Berlin. And they even start um, dumping their, um, uh, the poop. From the cows and uh, their livestock in- into the um, governmental uh, properties, and well, that's uh,
0: kind of uh, uh, Yeah, uh, that yeah. smells
2: uh, smells really bad. But uh, that's where the uh, government has to go because um, you they uh, they send all those monies uh, and money, what we should need for our country to survive, um, to places like Ukraine um yemen and stuff so
0: well and let me let me interrupt you because i want to make sure people are getting what you're saying here the german company country the the nation of germany people pay taxes and part of that tax money was used to keep uh, farmers going so food supply costs were low This makes sense, right? This is the kind of thing that you pay taxes for because it makes sense. It keeps the food supply available, it keeps it low, it keeps the cost, you know, because you got to eat. So the German government had a decision to make because there's only so much money. They they had to either quit funding terrorists in Ukraine and Nazis in Ukraine and terrorists in Yemen or quit funding food for their people. And Germany is very tied in with the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset Plan that's occurring right now. Davos, 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 Davos. Uh, Klaus Schwab. Uh, yeah. Um, and so instead of saying, you know, maybe we'll quit supporting Nazis in Ukraine, they, they decided they were going to quit helping their farmers. Now, they do this under the guise of climate change, which the World Economic Forum is pushing and ties in with all this, right? But they also know that what this is going to do is essentially put a lot of their farmers out of business so the government can step in and take over the farms. Because the gov- there's going to always be demand for food, and the government's going to have to say, well, we had no choice, right? You have to understand that the Great Reset And when we talk about COVID and we talk about the food supply and we talk about this and we talk about climate, we talk about these wars, all these things are being used together. This is a very complex geopolitical plan to destroy what we have as, as freedom, right, to destroy freedom. And so they're throwing money away, giving it to corrupt Nazis and groups like that in Ukraine and Yemen, that could, wood should be used to help support the farmers who are feeding the German people. The farmers said, what the hell are you doing? And so they protested. Now, this is being played off as an energy issue or something like that. That's a tax issue in Germany. That's not what this is. This is more of this Great Reset. This is more of let's bankrupt the private farmers so that we can have more government control of the food and the food supply. So you know, groups like Bill Gates and the World Economic Forum can come in and take control of the food supply and make sure that you're getting poisoned. They tell us this. If you listen to the World Economic Forum, you can you can hear them. They tell you this on a daily basis. So this isn't speculation. They literally talk about this. And the German farmers have said had enough. The German people have had enough. The French people have had enough. The the people in the Netherlands. So they're fighting back. The same things happen here in the U.S. We're just not fighting back yet because we still think that we have groups like the cattlemen and like the uh, farmers groups that are representing our people, but our farmers in the U.S. don't realize that you're getting sold down uh, down the river just like the people in Europe are. So they're fighting back. The parallels are huge, and whether you're listening in Europe or listening in the U.S., and I hope a lot of people are listening in Europe because this is, you're going to have to, we need some help fighting back. The U.S. is fighting back. We are fighting over here and we're doing a good job and we're making progress. But I would love to have the people of Europe start to stand up a little bit more because if we could get the people of Europe to stand up a bit more, that would force these globalists to, de- to, uh, to defend themselves over there instead of just putting all their defenses here in the U.S. It'd make our fight a little bit easier here. And the more free people of the world stand up together, the better it is. We, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, basically, look at the list of people who who are attending the World Economic Forum, and understand that if you're there, you're almost certainly a bad guy. There's a couple of good guys that go there to try and get intel and get information, but generally speaking, a vast majority of the people are bad guys or hookers. And uh, you know, either way, uh, these are people we need to be aware of. So, so take a look at this, but. Um, on the ground in Germany, Vicky, what are you hearing from the people, like people who, friends, family, people who are actually living there, you know, how do they feel about what's happening?
2: So um, what, what is positive this time? So we had, uh, Germany was one of the first countries who stand up against the COVID uh, mandate. So we had this um, yes. big uh, protest on the 1st of August, uh, 2020, and then the 28th uh, uh, of August, when uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr. even came to Germany, to Berlin, to hold a speech at our rallies. Um, so the thing is, um, the problem with the uh, European people, and especially for the Germans, is you don't bite the hand what feeds you. And oh. with our socialist um, capitalism, so we have a socialistic capitalism in Germany. That means we uh, we pay a lot of taxes to have the idea of safety and um, social help. So we get um, like um, health insurance and all that stuff. But we also don't have any guns anymore. So we are a country with Ooh. no guns. They took the guns away.
0: That's always it, a bad sign.
2: That was a bad sign, but that was before, uh, That it was around Hitler. Hitler took the guns away. So, and after the first world war, So we are in this um, evil cycle right now that we try to um, wake up and we try to protest, but we have a very, very strong executive in Germany, which is called the police, who just beat everyone down, who is not for the agenda. And the funny thing in Germany is we have Antifa marching through the streets of Berlin, protesting against fascism and Nazis where the police don't even go into the places to Berlin because they're too afraid to get um, hit or um, injured. But they can beat down uh, peacefully protests from middle class people fighting for a medical freedom and the freedom of speech and beat them down. So we even have um, dead people on protests. That was 2020 to 2022. And now we have the thing that the government framed those protests to um, Nazis, Reichsbürger, so like really far-right extremists. That's why I had to leave my country because I was, how dare I I said something and um, tried to inform people about um, how evil this vaccine and all those uh, propaganda is what they did there. Um, But now we have the problem that in kind of the way they let the farmers protest, which I think is um, a, you have to um, recognize that and really have a close view on that because when the government let you protest, sometimes they want to just find a way to um, start um, like a honeypot or a false flag, you know that from J6? Yep,
0: yep, we saw it.
2: You saw it, you were active involved in those? stuff like i don't know if i was those, actively no, involved. not you but um america was you have a lot of prisoners right now who didn't even um, saw a judge yet yeah so this is a, a strategy of the governments trying to let uh, the idea of oh you have an opinion oh we yeah. did something so they let you play a little bit and, and uh, let you protest and then they just um stop it or um the thing is the farmers protest right now they have um, the help from the farming association and the farmers association Bavaria and Germany just promoted 2023 in May, the agenda 2030 of the UN and the 17 SGDs. So they're actually promoting what they are actually fighting right now. So my question is right now, how much protest let the farming association, the farmers actually do?
0: Yeah the Until farming they, associations are yeah. are owned they're corrupt yeah, i'm they're just owned. telling you I, there's a couple good ones mm-hmm. uh there's a couple good ones here in the states but a lot of them are corrupt as can be and i that's that's pretty much everywhere vicky you said something really important i don't want people to overlook she vicky said that in germany antifa was protesting now for those of you that think Antifa is just some crew that shows up here and again as lunatics in the United States, understand they are funded globally by Soros and his crew and basically they are disrupting uh, they're there for disruption. And they don't yeah. care where they're at, but they're they're funded globally and they are a globally organized terrorist network in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and uh, they're Dangerous. So um, sorry for interrupting you, but, no, but I'm, I'm on a hit list of the Antifa in Germany. So they um, published 2021, a, a list of 200 people. I was number 10. My daughter, she was 11 years old in that time, was number 11.
0: Yeah. So the good folks at Antifa that you all think are, are neat in this country uh, had her 11-year-old daughter on their hit list. Uh, now, uh, yeah, this is, this is what you've got to understand. The good people like George Soros uh, who are funding Antifa and who are in Davos right now supporting Antifa and supporting these groups, these people are people who support people who will put an 11-year-old on a hit list. Right? These people who, these are people who will kill your children. They'll kill your family. You've got to understand the kind of evil we're fighting. When you say, oh no, these vaccines, they couldn't have known they were bad. They couldn't, they would never release a bioweapon. Oh, yeah? Have you heard a little bit? Because I know you got some connections in France. Have you heard about the protests over there?
2: Yes. So um, I have some uh, connections to France and they, um, the French people are actually um, the most interesting protests what you can uh, attend to so i attended some uh, protests uh, as a, a coverage for um jo- uh, journalism in yeah. 2021 and yeah. they are marching with uh, the gelp vests and now the farmers joined them and the farmers in france the, um, you have to think the french people they take a lot but when you hit the point then it's over. Then they put out the guillotine. So they didn't put out the guillotines in Italy, but uh, they put out the, um, the poop of the cows and put that uh, on the Georges Lycee and uh, spread it into, um, I think, a governmental building in Paris. So there are actually really, really um, massive protests also in France they are joining the protests in um, Germany. So French people, French farmers coming now to Germany, to the borders, blocking the border highways, even the Netherlands, um, the Dutch, uh, blocking um, highways at the border, Polish farmers coming. So uh, with this uh, protest in Germany, a lot of farmers and middle-class people woke up and standing up right now. And this is a, a thing what, the globalists doesn't want. They just, um, they, they literally talking about disinformation is the war right now. Um, Ursula von der Leyen, she is the president of the European Commission, she holds she hold a speech on Monday um, at Davos, to, uh, talking about the, um, the companies and the governments right now have the, uh, is not the climate change their biggest enemy? No, it's disinformation and disinformation and we have to, and they have to fight that. So what they're actually saying People who are talking the truth, who are actually standing up, uniting against the agenda are the enemy. So everyone who is listening right now and is believing in truth, you are the enemy of those people in Davos for just saying the truth.
0: Well, that's that's it.
1: The the history repeating itself is just fascinating because, I mean, we look at World War Two Germany, we look at Nazis, and we look at the censorship, the propaganda, the machines, how they wanted to just shut everyone up. And we're, we're living through that all over again. And I just can't imagine someone like you, Vicki, who your family literally has lived through it how many times, you know, you know, for us to be living through it in our lifetime. And then you're fighting to just protect your daughter from this tyranny. And she gets put on a hit list.
0: The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, by the way, I just got a I got a message and I sometimes, you know, I, I was trying to read the chat as we're going and I don't want to I don't want to distract from this conversation, but I do want to make a disclaimer. You know, we always ask for your support. We ask you to go to Tomerins.com. We ask for all this different stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of people that can't. They just don't. I mean, people are struggling right now. Money's tight for everybody. The government's in shambles. You know, they're trying to crash our economy. Listen. The first thing that you should do for us the number one thing, send a prayer. Okay. I don't care. Anybody can do that. I don't care who you are. Start out, send a prayer. Yes, we need money for sure. But I'm going to be honest. I'm more honored and more and care more about the prayers than I ever will about the money because I'm going to keep fighting no matter what I got. God will give me what I got to have. Mm-hmm. So I hope you'll send money. I hope you do that, but send us a prayer. And then after prayer, hit share. OK, so the or the order priority, we always ask for money, but prayer, share, then money. OK, mm-hmm. we'll win this because God's got our back on this. You know, we're fighting. This is a good and evil thing. This is a good and evil thing. When we got people like Vicky coming on here telling us that you've got groups like Antifa who man boobs George Soros, who I don't know what the deal is. Why is there some sort of a did I miss something? Is there some sort of a thing that says you can only become a leader in the World Economic Forum if you have man boobs? (laughs) I mean, is this a thing? I mean, they're
2: they're weird right now. So they are. And I don't know if you followed those. Speeches there. So that's what I'm doing um, since Monday, waking up every day at two o'clock in the morning, hearing all those uh, creepy little um, speeches uh, and uh, trying to push them out in America. So, hey, look at that. That's yeah. actually your um, su- um, supervisor or advisor mm-hmm. for security, Jack Sullivan, saying, oh, yeah, we will have a new world order mm-hmm. in- in coming, transitioned uh, with the old
1: order. So They're, they're, they're proud. They're they're proud. proud. They're They're out there screaming it, but then we're called conspiracy theorists. When we share it, we're literally sharing it saying these guys are proud of it. And one thing you brought up Vicky was, you know, um, Americans understanding the different political groups and things that are, are right now in Europe and in Germany and how the, the conservatives or, you know, the right wing, whoever those are, the freedom fighters, you know, keep being labeled by the other side as fascists, Which is yeah. fascinating. So, We've tried to define fascism on this show quite a few times, and Tom's actually written about it because the ignorance is astounding.
2: Yeah. So the um, the problem is that um, you you can use fascism as a killing phrase for everything in Germany. Yes. So yeah. yes. if you yeah. want to say something about you pay too much uh, too much taxes, you can be a fascist. You can be a Nazi. So everyone stops talking because with all our um, history, I don't say that we don't deserve to have guilt but they do it too much so we uh, the german wow. country was raised after and um, the second world War in this guilt feeling so we are we're not allowed to say anything against it we uh, we just have to shut our mouth we have to pay all the taxes we have to pay all the money to all the poor parts in europe because germany we were the we are the bad people they blame everything on us good this is that's the reality right now. And this is what they try to do with America right now with, the, with deleting all those um, statues about the Southern, um, of the Civil War with the Southern side. That's, just, that's the same start. So, with this blame of guilt, because guilt is a very strong emotion what nobody wants to have. So, they can control you over this emotion. And they do this in Germany since decades. So, when you come into Germany and you say, okay, I'm proud to be a German, I'm proud to be conservative, you are a far right extremist.
0: But, so- Vicky, let me, let me I want to get this out there, right? And we only have a few more minutes. This is super important. To my brothers and sisters in Germany who believe in freedom, you do have a Nazi problem over there, but it ain't you. And what I want to suggest to the people of Germany, is that you understand what's happening. The first thing that you have to do is you have to define what it means to be a fascist or a Nazi. So we need to look at what that is and look at what Hitler did. And you'll see there is an issue with Nazism in Germany and across Europe. But the issue is not the people who like freedom. It's the people who are trying to take freedom. And what we need to do is we need to say, oh, you want to talk about Hitler? You want to talk about fascism. Here's what you're doing. Here's what I'm doing. And we need to slap them in the face with it. We need to understand that that guilt is a two-sided sword. And if they want to swing it at you, there's still a blade pointing back at them. You have to turn that blade. You have to turn the, turn the, the momentum of the fight. They're right. They're right. There is a Nazi problem. But we know, Joseph Goebbels said, you accuse them of what you're doing. Goebbels was the master of this, and that's what's occurring. The Nazis are accusing you of what they are doing. The fascists are accusing you of what they are doing. The freedom-loving people of Germany, the people who stood in West Germany, the people who stood against the Stasi, the people who left, like Vicky's family, they're using their tactics, they're looking in the mirror and they're telling you what they see and calling you that. They are the ones doing this, and we've got to make sure that we turn it. And I want to, one of the most important things I want to take from this is I hope the people of Germany and across Europe will hear this. You need to look at what they're saying you are, and you need to recognize that that's what they are, and you need to slap them in the face with it. You need to take Oh, you want to talk about Nazis? You want to talk about fascism? It's here. It's here. It's being led by people like Klaus Schwab and George Soros, sons of Nazis, sons of Nazi leaders. And they are the ones that are promoting this. They are the ones that are pushing this. And let me tell you how. So please, I hope that this will get uh, shared in Germany. I hope that this will get translated. I hope that the people of Germany will listen to this. And I hope that you will share this. Get this out there. These are the tactics you have to use. You have to turn this fight. Please share TomRens.com. Please share the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Rens Show. Go to TomRens.com. Go to Rens Law. Give, send, go. Uh, support our book. Support our work. Help us get the word out there. Vicki, where can they find you?
2: So they can find me at uh, vrdesignmedia.com and on my Substack, Vicky Richter. So on the Substack, I write uh, more articles about MCA Ultra and uh, smart cities and all this uh, behind the uh, curtain agenda 2030 to make it seen and uh, like what are the pros, what are the bad, uh, the cons. But there are more cons than pros, but people don't see the the cons so i try to make people aware about um solid stuff and the thing is what you said is very important Um europe is right now shifting into this european union um hyper uh, multiple state where um when you ask uh, a person from europe or from france what are you they gonna um to eighty percent they're gonna say oh i'm european a german mostly will say I'm European because this is the idea of the um, globalist agenda to destroy nationalism and they frame nationalism into fascism. And this is a, the thing what I think is very important for uh, American people to understand because this is what's happening in Germany that you are totally not, they try to make you not being proud of your country, not being proud to be German. So I'm, a, I'm proud to be German. That's why I'm a fascist. That's why they don't want me there. And that's why they frame me mm-hmm. and put me on a mainstream media saying my am a far-right extremist. I'm um, a Nazi and, uh, something. So there are a lot of nice articles about me. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, this is what they try to in America. Because when you don't be a patriot, when you don't love your country, when you're not proud to be of your country, you won't fight for your country. Exactly. Then they can come and just take it away. Because why do you care?
1: yeah yeah i mean uh, how many americans say that they're american right you you come to america and you go oh you know what's what, who are you you know what, what's your background i mean everyone says english irish and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and i had a yeah. polish teacher in college and i was the only only american she met that when she asked me i said american my family's been here for, since the beginning why why would i yeah, extrapolate I it, it further right there's not a lot of proud americans roaming the streets either yeah, but
2: i think it's important to keep your heritage so i uh um, yes like, yeah i'm mm-hmm. i'm a legal immigrant so i'm on a visa here with my family and um so we keep our german heritage because exactly. we are proud but mm-hmm. we also uh, value and think it's very worthy to live uh, mm-hmm. under american values because we are in mm-hmm. your country and we are very grateful and thankful to be in your country mm-hmm. but um, exactly just, uh, and I think you have to uh, be proud of your heritage. So, when you're an Irish American or uh, mm-hmm. have Irish, English, Scottish heritage, mm-hmm. that's great. Celebrate that. But also celebrate that you're American. You can be exactly. proud to, to live in the United States. Like, this exactly. is one of the freest countries right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and we intend to get it freer and to get it back to what it actually was Mm -hmm. and to make us the proud shining beacon of freedom on the hill. Hell will freeze over before I let our kids grow up in this shithole we're creating right now. I'm so fussy and so grumpy about this. I got to tell you guys, we get tired. We get tired. Yeah, we've been fighting for this for a long time, but I'm going to tell you something. We are a long ways from stopping this fight. I look forward to doing this for quite a few years, and it don't matter where I have to do it. Uh, we're going to keep doing this, and we're going to keep going until we convince every person on this planet that freedom is the natural state of things, and we all deserve it. Appreciate everybody listening. Thank you for coming, Vicki, and uh, we will be back again very soon.